Listening to the Consultants Corner with Matthew Barber. Matthew Barber, bringing a fiduciary perspective to personal finance. Presented by Westminster Wealth Management. Hello, I'd like to welcome you all to the Consultants Corner, presented by Westminster Wealth Management. I am Max Kessering. I'm Director of Craven Marketing, and I'm here with Matthew Barber. Hey, Max. Good afternoon. Uh, welcome, everybody, back to the Consultant's Corner. We're going to talk about credit scores today. we got a bunch of uh, uh, interesting topics to talk about within credit scores, so looking forward to it. Great. So let's get right into it. Let's talk about um, basically what is a credit score and what does it actually mean? So plain and simple, a credit score is just a, a numerical judgment uh, on your ability to repay credit. So uh, a lender or a vendor that you're looking to buy something from or uh, borrow money from will pull a credit score to see what the likelihood is that you will actually pay them back. So who uses this credit score? When does this come into play? Yeah, it, it's when you're when you're looking to, to buy a car or um, a house or some sort of a get out a credit card or you know if you want to purchase something but you don't have the the cash to do so or you can get a good rate by by going with someone else and you don't have to use your own cash um, it's going to be those vendors um, that are going to to pull this credit card or your <laughs> credit score yeah so would you say that your credit score basically has solely to do with your ability to borrow and your trustworthiness in borrowing. Yeah, exactly that. So they want to know um, what your what your history was as far as you know. Have you have you paid people back before? Um, how much have you paid them back? H- has it been on time? Has it been late? Um, you know that those kinds of variables. Totally. So. We have this three-digit score um, that's created. How is this score actually um, put together? Who is scoring my credit? Yeah, so there are three main bureaus that that will uh, that most people use in order to uh, to reference their credit score. It's Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, and they all have a little bit of a different weighting of of the variables. Um, but for the most part, payment history is is the largest of of the variables usually about 35 percent of your score comes from from that um your actual credit utilization so let's say you have a a thousand dollars total that you can you can uh borrow let's say um on credit cards and and things of that nature um and yet you're you're using 900 of that thousand dollars um for simple math you know, you're, you're pretty much maxed out. So, so they look at that as a negative for them. They want to see you down below 30%, but ideally below 10%. Um, and that's, that, that makes up a big majority of that, that score as well. Length of credit. So if you've had something for more than a card or, uh, or a payment for more than two years, that's a positive for your score. Um, and then different types of credit, whether it's, um, loans or revolving credit, things like that. That's a, a little bit of a variable there. And then if you've had any inquiries in the past, so if you're, you're, in the last six months trying to get a bunch of different credit cards or if you're you know going on a spending spree they're, they're going to take a look into that and uh definitely dock you when it when it comes to borrowing 
So they, they're watching. They know. They know every step. If you're taking out money, they're going to be aware of these things, and that's going to affect your credit score. Yeah, definitely. Think, think of it if you were going to lend someone money, right? If you were going to give someone money, you'd want to know what the likelihood is if they were going to pay you back. Mm-hmm. So they use any resource they can to make sure that uh, if, if you're gonna, they're going to lend you money, that most likely they're going to get their money back. So there's a lot of factors that go into your credit score, right? You, the ones you just listed, and they make your credit score up or down depending on how well you basically pay people back. What does that equate to? What numbers are we talking about here? If I'm looking at my credit score and it says 450, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, what are like some benchmarks that you would say are for credit scores? Yeah, I mean, top of the line is 850. So if you're anything above 800 on the credit score, then then you're having a uh, a really good time when it comes to to paying money back. So um, you know, maybe you've got two or three credit cards that, that you have, um, you know, but you don't use any, or you use them a little bit, but pay them off at the end of the month. Um, You've always paid on time. You haven't had any bankruptcies, anything like that. It, someone who is above the 800 mark is is very credit worthy. It's someone that they're going to look to preferably lend money to because they know that they're going to get paid back. Anyone from, let's say, the 700 to 800 range, that's that's pretty good, right? That that's that's where most people want to be. Um, with those types of people, the seven seventy eight hundred, there's there's usually, you know, maybe one or two late payments, um, maybe a, a you know a bank transaction messed up messed up a payment or something like that, right? There's no habitual issues and, and nothing nothing really outstanding on on your credit score, but maybe there was just one or two mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, six to seven hundred was where most people fall. Um, and that's that's not bad, but it's not great either. So those are the people that um, that they'd be happy to to lend money to, but also they're probably going to spend they're they're going to increase the rate a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. You know, they might change the terms a little bit to to be uh, a little bit more in their favor. Um, and then there's the people under six hundred, where you know anywhere from from three to six hundred. Those those people they they deem as risky. Um, and so anywhere from three to 600, they're definitely going to increase rates. They may not even um, lend at all between those ranges. It depends on the institution. But, you know, if, if you're someone that's, that's in that range, don't feel alone. It's, it's not a uh, do or die situation. There's always things that you can do to change it. And approximately 33% of Americans are in that range. So, um, yeah, definitely something we can work on. So let's say, for example, you're someone that's in that risky area. You've you know had some troubles in the past with your credit, and you're wondering how do I take myself out of this hole? How do I you know become better and more of a reputable person? Yeah, the best way to manage your credit score is going to be to make sure that you review it at least annually, right? Uh, and if you're in that three to six hundred range, you probably want to do it quarterly or monthly. Um, you'll want to get on some sort of credit monitoring to make sure that things are happening as you actually improve them. So you'll review, you'll, you'll go to Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, and you can pull a credit report from them annually without any sort of fee or anything. Um, so you can go directly to them, directly to the source. And what you'll see there is your name and address, all your creditors, any past payments you've had, any judgments or liens or um, bankruptcies, anything like that. The first thing you want to do is make sure that 
all of that information is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure that the limits are correct and your payment history is correct. You know, one in five Americans find mistakes, major mistakes on their credit That's reports. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, whether it's, you know, someone has the same name as you or maybe it's a parent or or someone that uh, that, you know, um, that has this uh, is in your family that it's very common that things mistakes happen. Um, so changing any of those mistakes can dramatically increase your your credit score immediately. Um, so having the knowledge and knowing when there's mistakes happening, that's the biggest difference you could really make immediately because if there's something that goes wrong, you could actually catch it. Whereas if you weren't paying attention to your credit score, you would let it go for lo- too long and then you wouldn't even ever catch it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because everything is time-based, right? So with, with credit scores, so whether it's history or, or, um, length of length of utilization, it's, if you let it go 30 days, then the, the clock is running. If it, you let it go another 30 days and now you're 60 and 90 and 120 days late, all of those things, um, just pile up and it takes longer and longer for those to be, to be had. If you, if you're not, paying attention to that, then they can get out of control. But with monitoring and, and, um, uh, just quick reviews, mm-hmm. you can make sure that those, those little things don't add up. So besides monitoring, what are some simple steps people can take to change their credit score immediately and, um, things that will compo- compound, compound on themselves and make a big difference over time? Yeah. So, um, on top of monitoring, you want to, you want to dispute anything that's, that's an issue. Um, you may also want to do things like um, um, call your credit card company and and ask them for an increase in in limit. You know, if you if you had a good history with with credit card with your credit card company, um, you can ask them for a, a raise in your limit. That will decrease just without even making a payment um that will decrease your utilization because you're you're adding more credit that you could use um but you're not using so um you could do that Uh, of course paying paying credit cards down or paying loans off or just making sure that things are on time those those are the simple everyday things that that people need to be doing um and some of that may be going back to budgeting and making sure that your your finances are in order so that you can make those payments. But um, yeah, those would be the the main issues that I would say we, we want to make sure that we're we're keeping track of. And what would be the exact opposite? What are things that people are doing that are making their credit scores lower? Oh uh, yeah, credit scores lower. That would be opening up new credit cards, or um, you know, seeing that there's a there's some sort of deal or some sort of uh, uh, points uh, advertisement that they they think they should get a hold of. That you know, people end up going to different stores and different um, places where they can get a perceived deal on on a purchase, and all of a sudden they've got two or three extra cards that they haven't haven't used um you know they've got small balances but maybe they've had to put money on those in order to get the deal and then um their utilization is up they've got more cards with with less length of service so that just um that does a a pretty big number on your on your credit report totally so if you're having a hard time how long does it really take to change your credit score go from a bad credit score to a decent to then a good credit score yeah, it really depends on your specific situation. I mean, there's there's a lot of a lot of things that can be done immediately. Um, 
but the biggest uh the biggest factor is always payment history so you know it it could take up to seven years to go from let's say a, a good to a great credit score um if you're if you're in the the bottom like risky mm-hmm. section then and maybe you've got a bankruptcy or a lien on your uh, from your from your credit report then you know that those are other things that you i mean you can't do anything about them they're just there hanging out there and uh you know you have to kind of wait for those to come off what you can do though is you can make sure everything else is in order so you know one one or two things can't um derail your credit score it's more of a it's more of a um aggregation of everything that that's the problem so one question I've been thinking about is, is it okay to borrow? Is it okay to, you know, take on loans? Um, does that negatively affect your credit score? No. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it would, uh, it's, it's okay to, to loan money, to, to, um, go and borrow money. There, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, the world that we live in today, things are very expensive and not a lot of people have the cash that it takes to, um, you know, just go out and buy a car or a, uh, a house or, you know, so, something that they need for cash. Um, what, what's the problem is that if you're overextending yourself and you don't have the income to then pay back those loans. So, um, no, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's fine and it's great. People, uh, people um who have 800 to 850 credit scores they they typically do have uh loans and they t- typically do have credit cards um but they pay them off so um you know you you want to be credit credit worthy um and part of that is is if if we if we loan you some money <laughs> will you pay us back so when would be the right time to start thinking about building a credit score? Because I know if you're, you know, a younger listener of ours or, you know, you have children, when should you be talking to them? Hey, you should be thinking about your credit score. Yeah, I would say 18 years old or, or so. It would be as early as you could ever start. Um, I think that as a parent, I I try to instill financially um, educated goals and, and um, uh things with with my my kids mm-hmm. you know i think there's um you start out small mm-hmm. take incremental steps right so being financially responsible um i believe means that, that you have to have um something where it could go wrong mm-hmm. in order in order to to take that first step so um I think that you should probably have when you go away to college or mm-hmm. or when you're 18 to 21, you should start out with with a small credit card. Maybe it's $250 or something like that. Something that isn't going to get you in over your head, um, but something that you still need to be responsible for. Because that builds on itself. Like you start early and you start learning about how the credit system works. And um, if you have good payment you know, in the past, it'll help build towards the future. And if you start earlier, you'll have a better credit score earlier and you'll be able to do the things you want at the time you want to do them. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So if you start out with a credit card at when you're 18, uh, and maybe it's a $250 limit and you know, by the time you're 25, maybe that's a $2,000 limit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and by the time you're 30, it's a $5,000 limit. And, and you've demonstrated over those years that you can make those payments and that, um, you are, 
on time and that that you can handle having that without overspending so that's that's a big deal when it comes to to credit um yeah so so i I would say that it definitely makes sense to start early um if for nothing else to to teach the responsibility aspect of it so on the other end of the spectrum for those in retirement or close to retirement does your credit score affect you and um does is it as pertinent to those people i think it makes sense for for um the the retirees when it comes to um making purchases as well right i mean if you're going to if you're going to go and buy a car right because retirees you, you know you still need to get around and and you're going to go from here to there uh you want safe vehicles or or uh, you know maybe you're going to downsize a house or something like that um if you can borrow for a lower interest rate than what you can receive uh in your investment accounts or things like that then it makes sense to leverage the fact that they will that institutions will lend to you. So if you can buy a car at zero percent interest, um, why would you liquidate money from an investment account to uh, to pay for that? I you know it, it would make sense to me that you could um, borrow the money and uh, and just pay it off monthly uh, and not pay them any interest. So in, but in order to do that, you need to have a good interest or a good credit score. Um, so yeah, definitely, it still it still affects everyone. So it seems like you know everyone can really use to pay attention to your credit score and know that you know you should be paying attention. You should be doing reviews quarterly, yearly, whatever you can do um, because it affects you throughout your entire life. Correct. Yeah, and it it doesn't cost you anything to do it. You know, there's there's vendors out there now that that you can monitor your credit for free. Um, you know, they will they'll send you an email every time. Uh, there's a change in your in your credit report uh, or your credit score. So yeah, there, there, at this point, there's there's really no reason why you shouldn't be looking at this. Sounds great. Is there anything else you'd like to mention before we wrap this discussion up on credit scores? No, I think the the biggest thing that that I want to say out there is that you know regardless of what your credit score is, you can you can always be better. Um, in the 16, 17 years that I've been doing this, uh, I've never seen anyone with an 850 credit score. Um, you know, I, I've seen uh, pretty close. Round of applause to those with 850s. Good <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, that's, it's pretty amazing. Um, but there, there's always room for improvement. So whether you have a 400 credit score or whether you have an 800 credit score, we can, uh, we can always work and, and try and make it better. Sounds great. So thank you all for listening to the Consultants Corner. Until next time.